everybody and welcome to the biathlon podcast it is tuesday the 15th 16th of february i believe it is and i am your host will prov women's individual race has just finished and in a bit of a turn up for the books marketa davidova of the czech republic is your 2021 individual champion after a phenomenal day out there on the range Only one of two athletes to shoot the perfect score, with all the pressure on her, keeping her head for a brilliant gold medal for the Czech Republic there. We'll take a look at the latest headlines in Biathlon, look back on that victory for Davidova, and my best bets for the men's individual race coming up tomorrow. As always, get your predictions and comments into our Facebook page or thebiathlonpodcast at gmail.com. So, first things first, let's take to the news desk quickly, as there's been a couple of stories of uh, interest coming through in the last few days. Uh, First up is just a a bit of a change to the World Cup season scoring uh, due to COVID and the problems it's already caused and may yet cause for the athletes out there. Instead of the usual two results that athletes are allowed to drop at the end of the season from their overall score, uh, this has been raised to four. Um, at this stage, obviously, I can't be bothered to go through and work out what people's uh, how this will affect their results. Um, so it's not obviously uh, clear how it will affect the overall scores. But it does give the uh, frontrunners especially a little bit more of a safety blanket. Um, those bad results won't affect them as much as they might have otherwise. Um, it does always start to get a bit confusing when you're trying to work out exactly who's where towards the end of the season. Uh, So that's definitely not going to help me at all. I will try my best to keep you on top of that, though, as we get closer towards the end of the season and the Crystal Globes being decided. Uh, It's not just the overall that this is going to affect. It will also play into the Globes awarded for the individual disciplines, uh, the first of which will be, well, first of which was handed out already today and uh, will be handed out for the men tomorrow, of course, um, for those individual um, disciplines. Um, some good news from the IBU is that, as we thought might happen before the weekend, Ostersund is, has been uh, selected to take over from Oslo as the finale of the biathlon season. Uh, Norwegian COVID regulations had cancelled the original race um, in Oslo, but the Swedish venue was keen to step in, and that was confirmed uh, over the weekend there. Racing will start on March the 18th, with the sprints followed by pursuits, and then the season finales themselves, the mass starts on the Sunday. Uh, well, all the focus has been on the World Championships, rightly of course, we have also had some IBU Cup action over in Slovakia, with sprints and pursuits over the weekend. Norway's Havard Bagetvite uh, medalist from the European Championships took the sprint title, uh, with Germany's Philip Norath taking the pursuit. Uh, biggest story on the men's side, possibly the uh, form of Erlen Bjontegaard, though, who's dropped down from the World Cup to take part. His shooting was well off, uh, uncharacteristically for him. Uh, he missed two in the sprint and four in the pursuit. Uh, did show his class on the skis, nonetheless, to take a third and a sixth. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see what the Norwegian coaches decide, if that forms enough to bring him back into the Norwegian fold in Nova Miesto after the World Championships. Um, obviously, hot, um, hotly contested those Norwegian places. Uh, Bjornsgaard's obviously been suffering from back injuries this season, uh, so hopefully we'll see him back on uh, on top form soon. 
The IBU uh, also announced additional funding of uh, two million euros for national federations, um, which is good news, obviously, if uh, if distributed properly, as I hope it will be. Uh, it should be a great help to some of the smaller federations, uh, especially. Um, so a bit bit of good news there um, from the IBU. Uh, <laughs> doing a bit of PR, I guess, after recent weeks. Uh, more good news on the women's front for Germany uh, in those women's races in Slovakia in the IBU Cup. Uh, Vanessa Voigt Vogt, uh, took the sprint and pursuit double there. The 23-year-old missed just one of 30 shots over the weekend to continue her really good shooting form this season. 93% on the year so far. That's her first win at this level in the books and uh, definitely an exciting prospect for the German team. Uh, perhaps the biggest story there on the women's side, though, was the form of Sweden's Stina Nielsen. We were puzzling, of course, over her lack of ski speed in earlier races, but she took the fastest time of the day in both the sprint and the pursuit races, and only missing 3 of 20 to rise from 22nd to 8th in that pursuit, undoubtedly the best performance of her fledgling career so far in the biathlon. Uh, back to action in Pokyuka. And after his great performance in the pursuit, Fabien Cloud has impressed the French coaches. He's been chosen ahead of Antonin Gigana to race in the individual tomorrow. He'll still be under pressure though, as uh, he does look to be in the driving seat for the relay place, but that could slip, of course, if he doesn't perform. Whereas uh, Gigan has done everything he can and has uh, a bit of an advantage in a weird way of just having to watch to see how Cloud performs. Uh, finally... We've had the calendars released for the next four winters. Long way off now, but that includes our first trip to North America in what will by then be six winters, I think. Uh, Soldier Hollow and Canmore will finish the season uh, with Canmore the season finale, um, which will be be great to see for them. Uh, good viewing for North Americans. So that's your news. Now let's get over to the racing today and that fantastic win for Marquette de Videva. As a tricky day for shooting out there, um, it looked quite clear initially. Um, really, really sunny day. Quite hot, I think, as well. Uh, but all of the favourites really having trouble on the range in what is the purest race, really, for shooting fans. Uh, but we had all sorts of meltdowns early on. It's the likes of Vitozzi going off with bib number one, uh, Brace Arbouchet, Julia Simon, uh, Elvira Erberg there as well, all missing two on that first shoot and pretty much going out of contention right there and then uh, under the pressure of the late start bib knowing that she had to shoot clear to take the win from Hannah Erberg Davidova did the business perfectly keeping her cool on the final shoot where so many others had stumbled and uh, bringing home an amazing win her first in the world championships and second overall on the world cup uh, it seems Weird to think she burst onto the scene so sort of suddenly a couple of years ago there that it uh, seems like she's been around for much longer than she actually has. Still only 24 years old and um, definitely with the potential to compete for overall glory in years to come. Uh, it was a bit of a surprise to see her up there today though as it's not been a good season for Davidova on the range. She's been shooting down around sort of 75% on the stand. So to shoot 20 out of 20 on a day like this... Uh, absolutely amazing from her. Um, we sort of talk about rhythm a lot in shooting, of course, and uh, it doesn't mean it has to be the quick-fire, fast shooting 
that we do see from Samba athletes. It was great rhythm from Davidova on the final shoot, each shot released between 3.5 and 4 seconds apart. Uh, she did say afterwards that she thought she was pretty lucky to get all 20, and that she thought some were close, maybe some edge shots there. But you do always need a little bit of luck in biathlon, and the uh, shooting gods were definitely smiling down on her today. Um, but to be fair to her, you do need a bit more than luck, and her ski speed was solid today. Uh, it's been top 10 for a lot of the season, and she had that and more today, second only to Ekhoff on course time. Uh, behind Davidova on the second step of the podium and putting a swift end to the panic around her was Sweden's Hannah Erberg. Uh, yesterday, of course, I was worrying over her overall chances. I thought they might be slipping away. Now she's ahead of Roisland. She's back to 26 points behind Ekhoff. Uh, so what a difference a day makes. Uh, she looked on top form out there, shooting so confidently, uh, taking almost 40 seconds out of Davidova in the range. Uh, and so close to keeping it clean, just that third shoot where one slipped wide, preventing her from taking the gold. Uh, she told SVT after the race that she was surprised uh, that people seemed so worried about her after the sprint and the pursuit. And I think all Swedish fans can definitely put those worries behind them. Uh, a great showing from, from Erberg and the whole team so far. They've got a gold, two silvers and a bronze already. Um, rounding out the podium was uh, another bit of redemption uh, after Erberg, of course. This time it was from Norway's Ingrid Landmark Tandrevold. Uh, the left-hander was over the moon on the podium, jumping around. And uh, I wonder if those final misses from Sunday's pursuit might have been in her mind. Because um, she came in for the last standing shoot, where it all went wrong on Sunday. She shot perfectly. Um, interestingly, she's spoken out about the scheduling of the championships in recent days. Um, as the men are getting sort of more rest as it flips over the weekend. So after the pursuit race is obviously the only the one day's rest for the women, two days for the men. Um, but out there today, it looked like Tandreveld was dealing with it better than a lot of her rivals, uh, that lack of recovery time. She had a great ski time uh, ahead of Roisland, and as far as I could tell looking back, that's the first time this season that that's been true. Um, so great skiing from her and great shooting to match. Um, as I sort of mentioned uh, just there, when Tandrevold's missed on the range, it's often been towards the back end of races when she's put herself in a good position and then uh, and then it's gone wrong. But she was rock solid after a miss on the second shoot and uh, absolutely flew around that final lap. Uh, there was still all sorts of danger behind. Uh, we had the likes of Moronova and uh, Kadurish, the Swiss athlete. Um, threatening him, but no one was taking that medal away from Tandrevold. Really great result, and uh, her second solo world championship medal. Uh, my pick for the win, unfortunately, didn't fare so well on that final shoot. It was all looking so good for Lisa Theresa Hauser. She had looked absolutely supreme on the first three shoots, skiing well. But then on that final shot, which the cameras almost missed, interestingly, as uh, they were watching uh, Lena Heike finish, um... But Hauser missing the final two shots, how often do we see it? Uh, I honestly couldn't believe it. It was all looking so good up until then. Um, a clear shot, of course, would have taken the victory for her. Um, so yeah, gutting for the Austrian. She had some consolation, though, which is that she is now the winner of a Crystal Globe. She was in a battle with Italy's Dorothea Vera for that title, with the uh, worst result being dropped, of course. Uh, it couldn't have been closer as Vera ended up ninth after two misses and the two drew on 103 points 
and we'll share the individual crystal globe there. Uh, Vera very graciously afterwards saying that maybe Hauser actually deserved it more. Um, but despite this being a really tough season, you have to give a lot of credit to Vera. I think she's fought tooth and nail the whole time. Uh, she's been ill coming into these championships as well. And it's uh, good to see her getting a bit of reward for her work here. Um, and obviously we'll see her get that in Ostersund at the end of the season. Uh, Hauser was uh, shocked <laughs> yet again. She always seems shocked whenever she wins anything. Um, but she's going to have to get used to it because on this form it's going to be happening more often than not. Um, so yeah, mixed day for Hauser, um, coming in fourth but taking the Crystal Globe. Behind her, Svetlana Mironova was the best of the Russians in fifth. Uh, really lighting up the end of the race, she started with Bib 93. And halfway through, she was shooting clear and threatening, maybe not the win, but the podium for sure. Uh, two misses, though, ended her hopes, one on each of the last two. Um, but after that really awful sprint performance, she absolutely delivered here in the individual. Um, as she told her fans she would on social media before the race. Um, so fair play to Maronova and a, a good result for uh, for Russia, or the, the RBU. Uh, as they are for the moment. Um, fantastic result as well for Selena Gasparin in 6th place. Uh, first top 10 of the season for her, obviously a, a two-time World Cup winner uh, back in the day. Uh, coming into the last shoot though, it was looking very tight between her and Tandravold for bronze. Uh, but unfortunately, she threw, I think it was shot 4 wide. Um, but top 6, really good performance from the Swiss athlete, who uh, are coming good a little bit in, uh, in these championships. 6th uh, Top 10 in seven races behind her for Francisca Preutz, who's been so close to medals in every race here, but just misses out yet again. She'll definitely be a danger in the mass start, though. Uh, I was looking at Preutz's record in the World Championships, and it is pretty amazing throughout her career. She's entered 17 solo races, and has got 11 top 10s out of that, only out of the top 20 twice, uh, both back in Ostersund, I think they were. Absolutely amazing consistency um, from the German there. Uh, behind Preutz, the other late starter to provide a lot of drama alongside Mironova was Irene Kaduric, uh, the far-shooting Swiss athlete. Uh, she's always up there in terms of shooting time, but more often than not misses quite a few, so we never really talk about her. But she was flying today, and it looked like a clear shoot might be on the cards. Um, she came into that last shoot, waited just 11 seconds before releasing the first shot, uh, unfortunately, her second went wide. Uh, still an amazing performance from Kaduric, though. Uh, that equals her personal best, which was back in the Olympics in Pyeongchang. So obviously the big races bring the best out of her. Uh, Vera, as we've mentioned, followed in ninth. Those two misses for her, uh, meaning that her medal was out of, the, uh, out, of, out of contention, really. Top 10 was rounded out by Julia Schweiger for Austria, continuing this great run for the Austrians. Two silver medals, of course, um, and with Schweiger and uh, Stuich impressing so far, good signs for the women's relay team. Talking of the relay, uh, Norway's Ida Leon uh, is looking in fantastic shape for Norway. Uh, she came home 11th, but it was looking like it could have been so much more. Uh, medal was even was an option out there. She was shooting clear through the first three shoots, and then missed two right at the death. Uh, gutting on the one hand, but 11th is her personal career best. Uh, and at just 23, she is constantly improving. Um, and, uh, and yeah, looking good for Saturday for Norway, I think. Her all-star teammates, though, 
having a pretty bad day out there. The yellow bib and winner of three golds so far here in these championships, Tyrrell Ekhoff, missing early and often, never really getting into the race. Uh, she missed four and came home 23rd. Sort of interestingly, she shot a good deal faster than she did in Saturday's sprint race, uh, where she shot clear, of course. Uh, I've already mentioned Davidova shooting slowly, 40 seconds slower than Erberg. Maybe that would have been um, been an Ekos interest as well. She was four seconds faster on the prone on average and over 10 seconds faster on the standing shoots. Um, so yeah, different conditions, of course, though, to the sprint. Um, a lot, lot colder. But uh, but interesting nonetheless uh, from Ekhoff. Unfortunately for Reuschland, she could not take advantage of that at all. She was looking in medal contention as she came into the last shoot. Uh, just one miss. But again, struggling on the final shoot. Two misses, just like in the pursuit on Sunday. Um, and yeah, her ski speed couldn't bail her out this time. She was down in 20th, just three places ahead of Ekhoff. If things were bad for Norway's big names, though, they were absolutely catastrophic for the French team. Uh, and Nays Beskond was their best finisher in 18th. Uh, afterwards saying that the heat had made things difficult for her on the skis. Uh, Anais Chevalier-Boucher, who's been lighting up the races for the French team so far, said that she felt flat. She had two misses, landing her 27th. And Fair thought she looked quite tired after the pursuit, and they haven't had a lot of rest so maybe three days rest going into the weekend could be just what's needed um, to get a bit of fuel in the tank for Chevalier Boucher. Meanwhile, Justine Brazard Boucher missed six, ending up in 63rd place. And her skiing is still very solid, but her shooting is really suffering right now. Uh, since she finished fourth and shot clear in the Oberhof sprint, she shot just 78% uh, in the six races since. Uh, Julius Simon missed seven and was even stopped by the coaches on the final loop. She was down in 75th at that point. Team manager uh, Frédéric Jean told her keep uh, that this was to make the most of the weekend ahead, interestingly. Um, chances are, I think, that she starts in the single mix relay on Thursday, but we'll have to see on that front. Maybe they'll shake things up. Um, although I'm not sure who you'd put in there instead. I think Chevalier Boucher definitely deserves the rest. Um, and Simon, of course, has done well this season in the single mix relays with Jacqueline, of course. So I think they'll probably keep that duo um, together. Further down the order um, was someone who I've been keeping an eye on as uh, always a fan of the smaller nations. Um, and 19-year-old Ukalek uh, Sletemark of Greenland finished her debut World Championships with her best ever World Cup result. She missed three but came home in 65th. So great work from her. And hopefully we'll see her climbing up the standings and maybe even getting in and amongst the World Cup points uh, in the uh, in the next couple of races. Uh, so that was the women's race. And now let's take a look at where I'll be likely losing my money tomorrow as we look at my best bets for the men's individual race. So we're looking at the runners and riders. And as I've said many, many times this season, your favourite for the men's individual race is Johannes Tinger's bow at 7-4. Uh, behind him, both priced at 7-1 uh, are Stella Holm, Ligreed and Quentin fion uh, Followed just behind at 9-1 by your pursuit winner and fastest gun in the West, Emilien Jacqueline. Uh, we know that Frenchman doesn't really relish the, uh, the more sort of time trial events, the sprint and the individual though, so I'm not sure that's a place 
to be looking for the winner in tomorrow's race. Uh, his teammate Theo Maillet is my pick for the win, though. Uh, in terms of ski speed, he is looking fantastic out there. He was a clear minute ahead of Ligreed in the pursuit, which could be uh, one hell of an omen, of course, for the individual race. Uh, he's podium three times in the individual, so we know he likes the race, uh, most recently in Antolts just a couple of weeks ago, in that uh, really, really close finish for the bronze. Uh, he's never taken a win, though, uh, so this could be the time, I think. Uh, all of his wins have come in 20-shot races, uh, so we know he's comfortable over those longer races. Uh, I don't really have faith in Johannes to hit the perfect score. I think that Fiume could be at least one shot ahead of him, and uh, I think that ski speed could take him to victory tomorrow. Uh, his shooting hasn't been fantastic this season, but he did shoot clear over the last three shoots in the pursuit. Uh, so if he can bring that form forward, uh, it could be the Frenchman's day out there. Um, price alongside him, Stellaholm Ligrid, also at 7-1, to one, as I mentioned, has to be worth a shout. Because uh, as we've seen, so many misses in the pursuit, and only two going clear in the women's race today. A clear shoot could likely be the key to victory. And Ligrid has been the man this season to get that done. 93% on the season. He's really been a revelation. Uh, and his form on the range hasn't really dropped off in this championships at all. He's 29 out of 30 at the moment. And don't forget, he's got a win and a second place in our two individual races this season. So he's the man in form in this discipline and the man in form on the range as well. Uh, the Crystal Globe, incidentally, I think is all but wrapped up for Ligreed. As far as I can tell, only an Alexander Loganov victory could beat Ligreed. Uh for now, if my maths is correct, which it likely isn't, so uh, probably best to just wait and see what happens tomorrow, uh, but I think the Norwegian will probably be collecting a Crystal Globe in his first full season uh, in the World Cup, which is pretty damn impressive from him. Uh, the only man in the field better than Ligreed on the range is, of course, Austria's Simon Ader. Um, I think the 37-year-old ski speed will probably discount him from the win, uh, we'll need to see a lot of misses around him to make that happen. But at 8-1 to one to make the podium, I think that that's not a bad bet uh, for the Austrian veteran. And it could be just the cherry on top of what's been a fantastic career already for Ada, adding to his five World Championship medals already. I don't think that's out of the question at all. Uh, it's more of a long shot, uh, the winner of our last individual, uh, and as I mentioned, I think the only challenger to Ligreed for the globe is Alexander Loganov. The Russians at 20 to 1 for the win and 13 to 2 for the podium. And if he can do it on the range, the ski speed looks like it's probably there. He had the fifth fastest course time in the pursuit. There has been a huge amount of pressure on them from the Russian media, though. Um, of course, no medals from these championships yet. Uh, there's been criticism of the coaches, criticism of the preparation. Um, I don't know if Loganov will thrive on that or, or whether it will make things tougher for him. Um, but if uh, obviously he's been through been through a lot in his career, um, for good and bad, and uh, it could could bring the best out of him tomorrow. Um, talking of pressure, of course, the Germans are under similar scrutiny, and boy, do they need a result here after an awful start on the men's side. Their best bet probably Arn Pfeiffer. He's twenty five to one for the win and seven to one for the podium. And lastly, how about a little bit of love for the hometown hero, Jakob Fack. Uh, Slovenia have not had a lot to cheer about in the home world championship so far. Um, but the individual is probably where Fack was most likely to shine anyway. 
And if he can regain a little bit of that early season form, I think a podium isn't out of the question at 8-1 to one at all. Um, such a shame for Slovenia and for FAC, of course, that we've had the empty stands here. So much buzz around the championships pre-pandemic. So really tough on the venue uh, that it's lacked that fan presence. Um, anyway, so that's who I'll be keeping an eye on. The money here has gone on Fiumae and Ligrid for the win and Ada and Fac for a podium. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow to either laugh or cry over those predictions and bets, and I'll see you then.